You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, welcome back to the Geek Card Check. My name is Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And every week we're going to pull on the threads of pop culture to decide if they pass the Geek Card Check. This week is a very special episode. I'm very excited to dive in and talk about the Indiana Jones retrospective, I guess is what yes. we're calling it. We're going to look oh, back at we're going to oh, be highfalutin today. We're calling it a retrospective. A retrospective. Well, you know, hey, you know, it, it's it's three whole films and a television show. Um, and, uh, and another yeah, fan I'm, I'm film t- that was made later on. And, what are you talking and- about? What is, <laughs> there's a fan film? I don't know. What is oh, that? Yeah. Is it oh, okay? I don't. I don't know. Some anyway, all I, the skulls made. I don't, I don't know what that is. That's so that. strange. I'm not familiar with that <laughs> because I know at the end of the Last Crusade they ride off into the sunset and it's like and the perfect ending to a wonderful <laughs> trilogy. Yes, exactly. And we picked this movie or this series because Last Crusade turns 30 this summer. Yeah, it Whoa. Does. That blows yeah. my yeah. mind. That really does blow my mind because I feel like um, it, that shouldn't be possible. Um, but guys, that means is. we're not twenty-one anymore. Someone oh forgot gosh. to tell us. Yes, no, exactly. I mean, this, I grew up on, on all three of these, but Last Crusade in particular because it was the one like uh, that my parents made me close my eyes for least. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> there's always those parts and you know the melting face and raiders and and yeah. you know the pulling the heart out in doom in fact i was very rarely allowed to actually watch temple of doom it, um it just it so you, you got revenge and grew up to love horror films got it yes right. but not temple of doom that uh that would not be one of the ones that i became a fan of no 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 well and, and i always ran out of the room in the last crusade at that last moment uh, when um you know they he, he chose poorly oh my gosh um, yeah so uh yeah that, no totally these these films horrified excited and thrilled me in the very best ways absolutely. and i can't wait to talk about it this is gonna be a lot of fun guys yep. yeah last crusade was part of our family mythology and my mom would over reference a certain scene when she wanted to make a point about faith <laughs> ah got it yep uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah. Awesome. So it, it was the th- uh, third movie was woven into our family culture pretty tightly. Nice. Tyler, why don't you lead us through this journey, this adventure, this 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 quest that we get to go on, which is talking about these 30 years of Last Crusade, but also Indiana Jones as a whole. Yeah, well, let's just start really quick with just the basic premise in case anybody has I've been living under a rock, I guess, for the last 30 years and has not heard of these movies. Um, they, uh, these are, it's a series of, sorry, Chris, there are four of them. Um, there are many comics, many novelizations. There have been many video games, none of the, none of which have lived up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, but it came from the premise. Basically, George Lucas was on break from uh, filming Star Wars and Steven Spielberg was on break from from filming uh, Close Encounters, and they both went to Hawaii. And they said uh, they basically just got started talking. And George Lucas said, "I've always wanted to to make this movie." And Steven Spielberg said, "I've always wanted to 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 uh, direct a James Bond film." And they kind of like like Reese's and you know the chocolate and the peanut butter came together, and they kind of they, they merged their two passions and uh, for uh, recreating Saturday Night you know, Saturday afternoon adventure serials from the thirties. 
and um, became this amazing franchise. They said, um, I think originally Indiana Jones was called Indiana Smith, and Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg said, no, that's a dumb name. He's Indiana Jones. And uh, and basically just the rest was history. They outlined How is Raiders Jones better Ark. than Smith? I'm, I'm confused Indiana by Jones that. Indiana Jones rolls off the tongue. Indiana okay. Smith, you, know, you have to stop with the TH that's at true. the end. That's I don't true. like it. I get it. I get I it. I agree with Mr. with Mr. Spielberg on that one. Um, <laughs> and wasn't Indiana, didn't that come from George Lucas's dog's name? Uh, yeah, I think it was his, his dog's name, who also, by the way, inspired Chewbacca, because I, I guess he was a huge, huge hairy dog that sat on his the front seat of his car um, when he, whenever they drove. So... That dog is the, probably the most influential dog in film history, I would say. <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Wow. Yeah. And and so what they hell. wanted to do was just make these adventure films with this, you know, this uber kind of, you know, James Bondian archaeologist who goes through and oh yeah, there's a there's a counter going on just for everybody at home of how many mm-hmm. times I will mention James Bond in this. I will try to re- restrain myself, but come on. <laughs> There's entirely a, too many times. Entirely he's been too warned. Many times. Oh, it's fine. But like, there's so many connections to it, let alone that one of them shows up. So, all right. Anyway, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's this, there's these three films and basically George Lucas, uh, George Lucas lied a little bit. That was not a fourth. That was a George Lucas, not a James Bond. You said these three films, there are four films. Oh, <laughs> you corrected me. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we are trolling Tyler. Is, you know what? Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Keep going. Uh, keep going. Let's keep, no, keep so it No, so what I mean is George Lucas pitched three films to Steven Spielberg and said, oh, I've written all of them already, Steven. It's fine. And Steven Spielberg goes, okay, great. We'll do these. Uh, you've got them all written. And uh, uh, George Lucas had not written three films. He had written one of them. Um, and then that's why it takes a decade for the basically for the next two to come out. And, uh, and the rest was history. We've got these three, you know, with varying degrees of amazingness, but these, I'm saving, I'm saving last, you know, Chris, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for later. Well, that'll be our afterthought that we'll it's talk about It's the Star later. Trek got even it. an odd thing. What was that? Got it. It's the Star Trek even an odd film thing. It kind of is, except, yeah, oh, it really is. I had not thought about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... What are your guys' first experiences? We've kind of talked about they're, they're big in our families. They've, we've all kind of talked about them. We've all mentioned them growing up. What were your guys' experiences with Indiana Jones growing up? What, what did you watch? Chris, you've, I think you've said you've watched Last Crusade way more. Kate, is that the same for you? Have you watched Last Crusade more than the rest of them? Hands and, down. We had a VHS tape off of TV version same. for a long time. And I don't even think I saw it. Raiders for five or six years after I had seen uh, Last Crusade, and then it was far longer that I got around to the Temple of Doom, and they went, "Well, I wasn't missing much." Yeah, yeah, and it it is very odd in that these three films, even though maybe they're called a trilogy, I think that's incorrect because yeah, they are definitely separate stories, have very little to do with one another. They reference each other in very small ways but very it's, light it, ways yeah, yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's more like character moments or callbacks almost even what i would say even like many remakes especially when it comes to crystal skull 
uh, it feels like they are just uh, remaking the the greatest hits of the other yeah. of the other films and just throwing them together and see what happens. It's almost like a Crystal blender. Skull is noteworthy though for being the one that actually references the young Indiana Jones TV show. Got uh, it. He tells Mutt that he rode with Pancho Villa, and they actually yes. do mm-hmm. that episode in the show. So it sort of brings that in. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I think these movies. Um, I've seen The Last Crusade, I can't even say how many dozens and dozens of times. I think I've got it memorized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't uh, rewatch it, it for this for this recording. I just watched it in my head. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I scrubbed through it again because I've seen it so many times and I wanted to watch, you know, some of the other films, um, specifically Crystal Skull, I wanted to revisit because it had been... I don't, I, think, I don't think I ever actually rewatched it. I think I saw it once in the theaters, yeah. and I never watched it again. I bought it um, as a pack when iTunes had, like, a deal or something. And so I had it, but I've never rewatched it. And, you know, honestly, The Last Crusade, in my opinion, and I'll say it here and I'll probably say it more times, is, I think, the perfect adventure movie. Yeah. Um, it is, it's one of those movies, like, for me, Terminator 2 – um, and the Matrix, I can watch those movies over and over and over and over and over again, and they're still great. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it has very little to do with like ruining a plot, or it's much more about a feeling. Yes. And when I watch um, uh, 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark, not Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Last Crusade, it is a feeling that I totally. get. And Last Crusade is just—it's one of the very best c- cinematic experiences of my life. Um, I love mm-hmm. that movie. Have you gotten to see it on the big screen, either, either of you at all? Nope. Um, I feel like I saw... No, I don't think I have. I, I, I know I saw Jurassic Park when it was re-released uh, a few years back. I did too. That was I don't awesome. Think, yeah, I don't think I've seen... Um, I don't think I've seen Last Crusade on yeah. the big screen. I, any of the Indiana, the three original Indiana Jones, those are the ones... If, if I see it playing somewhere, I'm going to go see it I, it's like those are in my my bucket list those ones maybe the alien movies i've never seen them on did you just say any of the three original i oh just i've i you know, go three much years old when i was three years i i would go see that on the big screen i mean just because mm. i never got to see other than crystal skull i never got to see one of those movies you know yeah. you know the boulder as big as my house rolling at me from the the, you know, <laughs> the screen you know so i i'll watch any of them I, just and again i let's I think it's pretty safe to say is is Doom our least favorite or is Crystal Skull believe below all of those or below uh, Doom for for you guys? Yeah, I I think for me Crystal Skull. I mean, if I'm rating them, maybe we should do this or our favorites. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if this is like a good rating thing, but for me, Last Crusade far, you know, ahead, and then not way too far behind Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the other two films I could just kind of almost take or leave. I'm not exactly sure I even would want to. Temple of Doom is fun. There are moments in that movie. The bridge sequence there are is that are good. Yeah, the bridge sequence is iconic. Yeah, um, and and really really cool. You know, especially him grabbing onto the rope and then cutting. Yeah, um, that's a great moment. There's, but I don't even know if I'm so. I'd give Doom, and then trailing behind Doom would definitely be um, Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. I feel like the first quarter to a third of that movie has some promise mm-hmm. um it yeah, could have been really I good like the opening yeah the cinematography looks great uh, i feel like uh steven spielberg's trying to do something and then it feels like george lucas's um green screenery 
especially yeah. when we get to the jungle in, mm-hmm. um, you know, where there's monkey things happening and mud. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's character is fencing, you know, in between. It just gets too ridiculous. And of yeah. course, these movies are always campy and ridiculous, but it crosses but even not the, fun that ridiculous line. in Skull, yeah, Christian Skull. I mean, it's it, fun. It's just it it almost it becomes refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, it, it just becomes almost like stupid. Like I don't even want to see this right now. This is this is way too much. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Not enough. Um, I'm actually thinking the characters can do this, or that you know that they're somehow got a superpower. It's almost just this is impossible and dumb. This is kind sure. of dumb. So, yeah. Kate, where are you on your ranking? So, <clears throat> definitely Last Crusade first. Easily, hands down. Um, Raiders, I like. I've never loved it. And that's sacrilegious in a lot of circles. I know, but I can take it. Um, (laughs) They're digging in the wrong place. (laughs) I thought before rewatching Doom, and it was also the first time I'd ever rewatched Crystal Skull. So I was curious how I'd feel about that. I thought I knew my order before that. And then I rewatched Temple of Doom and went, wow. This is way more problematic than I remembered. Oh, yeah. (laughs) On so many levels. Enough so that it went to being actively harmful in places. Yeah. And so I actually, Tyler and I had a conversation a few weeks ago. And I have to say, Tyler, you were right. Doom is actually the worst. I Um, think so. I think Crystal Skull, while it's not a good movie, it's a bland all right movie. It's at least not actively it's fun. Like, problematic in an awful way. It's not a good movie. Oh, boy. And keep in mind, I had to pretend. So the first time I watched it, Shia was just like this sore thumb on the screen. I needed to go away. This time, I could just sort of pretend he was a loser nobody I didn't know that, you know, just Because we are a bit more removed from the LaBeoufessants that happened a while ago. Yeah. You used that word, Tyler. The shy assaults. No, no one, no one does that. I don't know what you're talking no, about. It's do horrible. not do that. Yeah, this is your yeah. hand cannon, um, head cannon moment of this episode, and it's. I, I went out of Tyler's head now, badly. <laughs> um, so because Crystal Skull just sucks, but is not actively harmful, that's kind of what bumped Doom into last place. Okay, so still harsh. You, you've definitely piqued my interest. So maybe we can start here because I'd like to know. Let's start at the bottom, right? So let's talk about these two movies and why Doom is worse than Crystal Skull. Because I, I need to know, I need to know why why that is from you from your guys' perspective. Because I, I do agree with you, Kate. Yeah, I agree. Once you once you take it, and I'll if I if I have anything to add, I think you'll you'll be able to cover it much better than I am. Because I know I think I know where you're gonna go with it. It's yeah, it's rough. Well, several places because there's more than one. Oh gosh, yeah, there's more than one reason, but it's not good. I, I will say really fast. Uh, Roger Ebert rated rated all four, uh, covered all four of them. He gave four star reviews to Raiders and Temple of Doom, what? and only three and a half to Last Crusade, and no. also three and a half to Crystal Skull. Just throwing that out there. Oof. Yeah, what? What? I can't. Eat. Oh, Ebert, you failing us here, dude? Oh yeah, there's. There's a few great quotes. I'll I'll see if I can pick some out and, and read them because his his opening lines for each of his reviews are really really good. So you you do your thing and and I'll uh, I'll jump in where I where I can. Just convince me the Temple of Doom is is worse than Crystal Skull. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. Go ahead. 
So first of all, the opening sequence is boring. The dance numbers, the whole so showdown with the Chinese. Bad. It is so boring and so racist in places. Um, well, I mean, we're, what, 1935, right? I mean, so we're not, this is kind of a time and place, right? So we're not, this isn't toe shocking, is it? So you could potentially make that argument throughout. But the problem is, is this film, while it's doing that time period, it is a representation of the time period and it doesn't have to be racist in its filmmaking. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Okay. No, I have, you, say go, this, go ahead. you say the filmmaking is not the story. Yeah, I'm saying the filmmaking oh, is well, both well are really. Um, yeah. It's also very sexist. So, yep. Kate Capshaw as Willie. Oh my word, she is literally an object in this film to be saved and to be made fun of. And I can't even laugh at what's supposed to be funny because it's so awful. Chris is smiling. Chris, is I agree. I, I, I'm enjoying this. Keep going. Go ahead. This I is just, in, I, in our outline. <laughs> I was in the middle of uh, Temple of Doom when I wrote problems with women? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that in the outline. I mean, did you? T- yeah. oh, you took it out of the outline. Anyway. Oh, did I take it out of there? I did have it. Yeah, it's for not a while. in there anymore. So I also added in white savior because that is exactly what Indy is in this film. He's a total white savior, and to make it worse, because it was bad enough that they not only stereotype the Indians, but then like hype it to very racist effects, such that it was actually banned in India for yeah. a long time. Um, but we do that whole run, and then whenever they need to be saved later, it's the British who come in and save yeah. them as the good guys. The British were not the good guys in history at this point, and it makes them the good guys, complete with tame Indians on their side who are fighting against. It is really awful. Really awful. Pardon me. This movie <laughs> really bugs me nope. so bad. I would agree. If I can if I can jump in on that, I... Yes. Um, the, the part of that movie that I think is the culmination of of all of that put together. Um, cause I agree. Like the whole thing is, is, is really messed up. There, there are fun moments. I really actually don't want to, I don't want to dump on the entire movie. I love short round. I think he's hilarious. We have now we have some definitely Repeat some like his name to me, oh, please. Oh, I know. I, we definitely have some, some very, some very problematic racial issues with, with his portrayal. He is a, an American kid doing a, a very stereotypical accent, all that fun stuff. But, but his interplay with Indy, I think is, is pretty, is pretty funny. We do stray into Raven Simone territory where like you add the kid into the franchise and like, I don't know why. And then it becomes very strange. Um, like <laughs> it, it does become awkward. Um, I, the the scene though that I think is the most problematic or em- embodies the problematic part altogether is the dinner scene, um, oh, where yeah. right? monkey brains. Where there's the and it's just it's there soup. for the campy gross out right. There's the monkey brains. There's the cut open the snake and the baby snakes are in it and oh it's a delicacy and like all this other stuff, um, but at the same time, um, what we get is this. We get is we get Cape Capshaw, which I I even forget her name. I just rewatched it. Uh, was she married to Steven Spielberg? Joy? Was is that correct? About to be married. I don't think they were married at that point. I think they, okay. that's, they met on the set and then they got married. Um, they were married for, I think, for a long time. Um, if not still married. I, they might still be married. I actually can't, I can't remember. No idea. But, um, but that whole scene, it, it does all of that stuff. They're in a Maharaja's palace. 
they they have the um, the British guy who's on the inspection tour. We have the uh, the the Indians who are all secretly um, putting together the the evil evil plan and pulling people you know getting ready to pull people's hearts out and all this other stuff. And we've got uh, we've got Indiana Jones, our our you know wonderful white savior, who is in there and and there to save the day from these pagan heathens who are eating monkey brains because there's nothing worse than that. And then you get Cape Capshaw just whining the whole time and and great i wanted marion to walk on screen and punch her oh my gosh great's on me so bad i and again there are some some good moments right after that the part where she thinks she's about to seduce him and he's he's actually searching for a secret passage is funny i think it's i think it's very (laughs) funny uh because she's more power to you tyler well am i saying good i can i can physically see kate Right? Kate being disappointed when you say that. <laughs> it's, She's I, like, oh, not God. good. Funny, right? I'm trying to pull some diamonds out of the rough here, but but that's Keep about digging. it, you know. So there's there's not there's not much else. I the I the whole temple sequence is just bad, so bad, 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 bad. I mean, and I, I don't even recognize the made. era. I don't even think it looks good. I recognize the the storytelling of the era that it's pulling from because I have read yeah. old stuff that this is the kind of stories but that's part of what right. makes me so frustrated with the filmmaking is there's it, there's one thing to depict a story in that way it's another one to reinforce it and this movie reinforces in a lot of ways yeah hmm. no i agree um can i can i read uh, my little roger ebert clip here because i think it's hilarious mm-hmm. uh for his first paragraph of this since this is his four star review his <laughs> highest marks review for temple of doom um, out, out uh, pacing both Last Crusade and Crystal Skull. Uh, Steven Spielberg's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is one of the greatest bruised forearm movies ever made. You know what a bruised forearm is. That, that's the kind of movie where your date is always grabbing your forearm in a vice-like grip as unbearable excitement unfolds on the screen. Yes. After the movie is over, you've had a great time, but your arm is black and blue for a, for a week. This, most, this movie is one of the most relentlessly non-stop action picture, motion pictures ever made. With a virtuoso series of climactic sequence that made the last uh, that must last an hour and never stop for a second. Yeah, he goes on to praise virtuoso. Oh yeah, he goes on to praise everything about this. He also compares it to James Bond. Point to Tyler. Uh, He he talks about it. um, Just basically, he he literally says toward the end of it, "Turn off your brain and uh, and just enjoy the film." So so that's my question. Um, can we turn off our brains and just enjoy the film? Like, is is there enough in there? Like, are we being too critiquey? I guess you know. Can is there is there enough to just enjoy the film? Not this one. Not this one. I think all of the films have their imperfections, but this one it took me more than one sitting to get through, and I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I mean. Even the moments where I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be excited and cheering here, but I've been bored for far too long, so I can't quite pull it out. Yeah. There's always been something off about Temple of Doom. I, th- I think it feels dirtier than the rest, and it, it always has. Mm-hmm. Um, my, you know, and I, I don't disagree with you, Kate, that a lot of this is problematic, uh, sexist and racist, but I do truly wonder how much of that was intentional even though it is you know not i i I don't i I need to go and read and i did not do that for this uh, particular discussion so i can't sit here and speak as an authority on the filmmakers um choices but again this is a 
trying to go back to the serials of the 1930s. This is placed squarely in the 1930s. In fact, this is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, This takes place a few years before that. So Um, what you're saying is is this this perfectly captures a male point of view from a particular era, then sure. Correct, correct. And I think that's exactly what this is. Um, And I think it is almost supposed to be, while you're watching it, you're supposed to be like, wow, I'm glad it's not like that anymore. And haven't we learned a lot since this? Mm, Um, I don't know. That might be stretching it a bit. Well, I mean, when you're watching that movie, even now or even back then, I mean, I I think they understood, just like Tyler said, in that scene, it's supposed to be uncomfortable when she is, quote unquote, seducing him right. or thinks that he is trying to put the moves on and she is trying to be, you know, go with that flow. And all of a sudden he doesn't do like you're supposed to be like, that's kind of creepy and weird and strained. Like that is not supposed to be. um uh, I, I don't know how to say it, like um, a quote unquote, like good moment. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's supposed to be, inter- it's supposed to be, yeah. it's, it's supposed to be slightly uncomfortable. And I think um, it's supposed a little to bit be old even comedy of errors. Like the, the two, yeah. the, the cross, the cross purposes, they both, you know, they think the other is, has a different intention than they do. I, yeah, yeah that's what I find Hollywood In that respect, but then you stick her in a cage and lower her down oh. and like, she is nothing but an object by that point. Yeah. Like there's just no defending that. But, well, but I, I again, like my only defense to that is <laughs> you the, have a defense. <laughs> I do. I mean, I, the only defense to that I have, and again, like I, I'm, I find myself in the opposition to defending this film, which was not what I was expecting to do tonight. <laughs> yeah, this is. I, um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and say that this movie is my favorite. In fact, it's one of my least. Yeah. Um. But what I will say is, is that that is what I feel like when I watch that movie. She is serving that purpose of damsel in distress like they've already done like you said miriam was a completely different character this in fact we see her kicking butt in the first movie Mm -hmm. she's much more empowered in that film as well as crystal skull um so you're saying this is the movie where we get the dumb blonde yes and it's and it's and it's interesting that it's the prequel like i i genuinely do think that is they're trying to say something there but maybe i'm completely off and you're not misunderstanding that at all. But what I'm saying is, is that I think they're intentionally doing that. Whether is that's... there only one smart man in any of these movies? <laughs> is that just Indy? Just the, yes. No, actually, it, it, Elsa, Elsa in in Last Crusade. Is... No, we're talking about Temple of Doom here at the moment. Well, no, but you brought it to the to all of the movies. Okay, though, fine, you know? all the movies. My point being, you've got Marcus and Sal, and all these are the people totally. who are plenty intelligent. Whereas Chris is like, we've had our smart woman, so now we have our dumb woman. But there's more than one smart man. No, and I think oh, yeah, but we also have dumb men, too. I, yeah, look, I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and say, I, I, look, l- let me let me back up and just <laughs> reiterate, please. None that of us I are do defending a, Temple of Doom. Let's all be clear. We're not defending <laughs> Temple of Doom. None of us are. No, no. What, I, what I'm saying is, is uh, w- all I'm saying is, is it, it, it is problematic. I agree with you, yeah. Kate, that it is racist and it is sexist. So let me just start, stop there. But what I'm saying is the intentionality of it does kind of matter. And if, if they're trying to bring it up by making it even more like playing it up. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. playing those things up, which feels like that's what they're doing in this movie. Then that does make a difference from what you're saying. The filmmakers were intentionally being racist and sexist because that is the point they were trying to make. Like that is what they believe. And I'm not sure. No, I'm not saying that they believe that I'm saying they didn't see anything wrong with what they were doing. And I, okay, so, so, and I don't know this, and I, so I'm not going to, I can't defend your 
spot there. But my feeling while watching the movie is they were intentionally understanding what they were putting on the screen was sexist and was racist. Like and 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 wanted the audience to understand that they were playing those things up to to see them and in, in an extreme level rather than you know like just subtly. This is not subtly peppered in. This is no. this is well and it's highlighted and it's, all, <laughs> and it's all to a caricaturish way too, which is sure. which is super. Is, you're saying it's the Starship Troopers of the set. It it might yeah. be a little bit. I mean, it it might be a little bit. And and again, I think because I I do have I yeah this none of none of these. I also want to get to the better movies in just a second too. Let's do it, uh, please, but, dear uh, God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I think that, but that's, but I think what we're getting at, all three of us in different ways here, are getting at the 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 deeply problematic aspect of Temple of Doom. It, it is the most problematic of all four of the movies, and I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, oh, sure. I, I, in terms of in terms of so, like its social issues and things like that, it's definitely deeply deeply problematic. I think it's it's the worst made as well. Like Crystal Skull, that's that's even my you know I think Crystal Skull is better made. Uh, I, I think Temple of Doom <laughs> is a better story. It is better. Yeah. It, it is more focused. Uh, it is simpler. Yeah. Um, Chris, Crystal Skull just goes off the rails um, and, and just makes no sense, especially in the last third. Uh, the last act of Crystal Skull is just dumb. Uh, it feels like, again, like I said, like they gave the first two thirds of that movie to Spielberg and the last third to Lucas. Yeah. And Lucas just kind of went like, we're going to have this action sequence and that action sequence and it's going to be a wink wink nudge nudge and it's going to be aliens and we're going to actually have the spacecraft lift out and it's just like what are we doing guy where where is this yeah i had this entire headcanon scene between spielberg and lucas whenever lucas is like i want full-on aliens and spielberg's like i don't know george he's like but 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 we could do this and we could do that. he's like i don't know george let's, let's take it down let's take it down and then we finally wind up with these interdimensional oh, yeah. beings this that is the, the toned down version of george lucas's yes. vision that's yes. that's the funnier part <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, it just it just is weird. yeah and we're gonna have you know crazy ants and we're gonna have uh them falling it's gonna be funny because there's gonna be three waterfalls and then yeah. we're gonna have a, and it's just like what no i i think doom is a Sure, problematic. I'll, I'll label it that. But it's a better movie. Okay, <laughs> it is. So it is better. Are you it is better arguing, written. Chris? Are you arguing that Doom is a bad Indiana Jones film, whereas Crystal Skull is a, um, a, a fan film version of Indiana Jones? It's not actually Indiana Jones. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how I, I would want to phrase this other than just by saying. Uh, Doom feels like an actual well-crafted movie, like an intentional film. And I feel like Crystal Skull got away from them. Um, they weren't sure what they were making. In fact, the beginning of, I watched uh, the special features on Crystal Skull, like the behind the scenes. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. first thing that Spielberg says is, you know, when I had the characters right off in the sunset in the Last Crusade, I thought I was done. But yeah. then the fans told me they wanted more. Uh, and that's the way it begins. And it's like, sometimes... Sometimes better don't, be done. Don't do it for the fans. Do it because you think, you know, the story you is there. another story to tell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was a perfect wrap-up. It wasn't like one of those movies where you're like, well, that sucked in the ending, and now I need to fix it. It, it was yeah, perfect. It, 
again, is, is it was it, truly the perfect. Very yeah. rarely is the third film in a series the best right. film in the series, and that is certainly true here. And uh, how often and, do you have your main characters riding off into a literal literally sunset? Literally riding into the sunset, right? <laughs> and it's yeah. actually okay rather than stupid. Yeah, and it's a funny moment. And, it's you know, a great moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, so let's, anyway, let's bring this back then to let's please. talk about the good ones. We've we have hit the weaker ones. Uh, and, and if you disagree with us, please Punch let us well. know. Give us, you know, talk to us on Twitter, on Facebook. Let I, us know. There are a couple people. Please and I, don't don't let me know. I <laughs> I can see the comments right now. Chris, everybody at racist, Chris now, please. Yes. Sexist at, boy. That'll be at Chris Farrell on Twitter. Oh, OK. Uh, uh, the. um. Well, I will say there are three, and I don't know if I don't know if they're just trolling us or not. But there were, I think it's three people um, on our poll. So we put up a poll um, earlier today. Um, I think three people said, or two people said Temple of Doom. One person said Crystal Skull. Um, overwhelmingly, far and away, um, the other two are, are have had it, and I'll I'll reveal those at the end of the episode. But um, but we uh, um, we've. We, let's get let's get into the bigger ones. Let's get into the one that we that the three of us have said is our favorite because I I think I I'm right up there too. Last Last Crusade is is my favorite. It's it is um, I think it's a nearly perfect film. What sets Raiders of the Lost Ark? What sets Last Crusade apart? Like why are they just head and shoulders above um, Temple of Doom and, and Crystal Skull? What makes them great? Indiana Jones movies. Nazis. <laughs> Honestly, though, like I was thinking yeah. about that. I was like, you can't have a better foe than the Nazis. Like they're they're absolutely evil and we're okay with them being absolutely evil because Nazis and who doesn't want and to punch Nazis? And it's actually Nazis. okay to make them caricatures a little bit, right? Like it, it's not even a little but, bit, like a lot. And and also I think um, they also ha- and are, are familiar. And I, hate, yeah. I mean, I'd say familiar Christian icons yeah. um, that – are like really exist and there is some sort of like mystery around. Right. Um, and so like the main crux, the, 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 the thing that everybody's going after the, um, what is it called, uh, in, in, uh, in literature when it's the, the, the MacGuffin. MacGuffin, the MacGuffin, the main MacGuffin is something that's interesting and fascinating. And like I said, the enemy is the Nazis and there, you know, there's that great moment in, the Last Crusade, when they bust into the ah oh, tapestries here, yes, <laughs> but if you are British law, then I am Mickey Mouse. Thank like, you. how dare you? That moment, they wa- how dare you? When you that's right. When they walk in and they say Nazis, I hate these guys. Oh. Like everybody can okay. agree, right? Everybody can. Like, those that's yeah. this, this, those those things we can. Like you were just saying, like it's so funny. Like in today's age, like everybody can agree. Or should the Nazis are bad? And right? if you don't, and I'm s- actually really fine with offending you. That, but, that, well, that but I, I'm just saying, you know, like <laughs> you said, like you got to be careful sometimes in, in today's day and age. Like if you, you know, take anybody else and make them the bad guys, right. th- oh, what are you trying to say by that? Do you know what I mean? It's like, all right, yeah. fine, the, the Nazis. Then okay, not a problem. Right. We can hate the Nazis, um, and that's kind of why these movies work so well. I feel like, and you don't have to set it up. You don't have to give background. You don't have to have. You know, it's which, just they're the Nazis. It's good versus evil. Done. They're into the occults. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. And, and it's a nut on the subject. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. it's in the '40s, and it's 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 a it, I don't know I, I think it's a fascinating, it's a pretty time. It is you know really neat architecture and uh, you know f- these 
especially in the last crusade with that the the flying um uh uh, what is it called the The zeppelin thank you zeppelin like i can't think of my words tonight (laughs) but it it really works um it just on all the levels uh, fly yes land no yes no no but but it's fly yes land then he pulls the thing and it's gone it's too late <laughs> there he <goes>. no <laughs> it's uh, perfect I, timing perfectly edited sean connery is amazing Con- i mean this is actually right? my favorite sean connery film because he is the least Agreed. sean connery and perfectly the character james bond you mean james bond. <laughs> oh chris I mean, you broke our streak <laughs> we were doing i'm so sorry I'm but sorry. you have to i'm so, so but like the, truly though you can't talk about it entirely without that right like okay. that's why they chose him right <laughs> yes, i mean come I mean, on this is not me being extra james bond nerd that's why they chose sean connery right i mean sean connery is just perfect he, he is he's that might be why he was chosen but that's not why he works oh no that's not why he, i'm not saying that i'm just saying that's how he got there the father-son dynamic here is yes. absolutely perfectly played you know down to you left home just when you were getting interesting like, i love oh, that <laughs> he's talking about his parenting skills and and in today's like if, if this was made in 2008 or you know instead of crystal scholar it made you know today in 2019 we would have gotten this deep you know discussion of our feelings between the two of them that, that's right that, that's that right. Harrison Ford that's tries right. or, you know Indiana Jones tries you know oh dad we just never talked oh it's so sad and he's like I never told you to do anything and you were a super boring kid like I gave you freedom you're welcome yeah <laughs> we or the, the moment when both guys realized they slept with Elsa <laughs> Oh, I, oh, so, I did that not moment. understand that growing up. <laughs> that, no, yeah. no. And, well, it's Sean Connery going with uh, his umbrella, quoting poetry as he uh, sends the birds up I to crash. Suddenly the remembered plane. my Charlemagne. Yeah, my Charlemagne. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. Why does Sean Connery have an accent and Indiana Jones doesn't, though? Does this bother anybody else? No, this <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I think that was his attempt at an American accent. Oh, man, too. it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad <laughs> yeah. if that's the case. He just kept going. It's, yeah. Because Sean yes. Connery, love the guy. He's always Sean Connery, right? Like, yes. Yeah. And this he wasn't. And this he was the character, and I think his best. So fight me. Yeah. Or not. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. I think this is one of his very, very best roles. And it is because this is a buddy movie. Like, yes. he and Harrison Ford play off each other so well. That, yes. that That sequence. And again, like, this is just me, like, nerding out. But yeah. that sequence when they're being attacked by the airplane and Sean Connery <laughs> and he's like it never happened to me before it happens to me all the time you know like the, uh, it's just it's just a or, great it's a, it's a wonderful feel good it's everything they get wrong in yes. Crystal Skull um, yeah. you know everything's By like trying forced to make and it a feels yeah. yeah it just forced and feels ba- and here it is it's perfect. Pitch perfect. And, yeah, and the, and the moments where, when Sean Connery gets really befuddled, like when he shoots yes. the plane tail and they're going to go down, he's like, we've been hit. Uh, sorry, son. They got us. They got us. <laughs> it's just so funny. I, it is. It, it is. It's that buddy. I hadn't even thought about it. Like, it is a buddy comedy like, or yes. a buddy oh, yes. adventure. Entirely. It's exactly what it is. That dynamic between the two of them is so easygoing. You don't have to... Um, you don't have they don't have to paint a backstory. We didn't need to know mom died at this yeah. year and their entire relationship here. is in the dialogue here and the and exactly. the looks they give each other. From the moment they meet each other like, you know, the the and in, in the uh, that Chris, that that same uh, uh castle, castle and he asks and he asks he there's like 
where where's the journal my son didn't have the journal like he, he <laughs> How I, I sent it away to him and it's like it's like sorry dad i should have given it to the Marx brothers <laughs> you know like that oh. that moment is just so great it's so um, good it's, well, it's, and, it's wonderful and that and that uh in the oh what was it Elsa, Elsa kisses um, Indiana Jones goodbye, and then the other German guy comes in and punches him, and he's like, well, "I like the first it. way better." This is this is how they this is how, no no, and this is how they say goodbye in Germany, Doctor Jones. Bam. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's Chris just... is breaking out all the accents. Well done. <laughs> I, I I look. I can quote this movie. I think almost from be, from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, it is. It's one of the most quotable. Like I find that if I just sit yes. down. The the solution presents itself. Click, 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 click. <laughs> and then he falls down the Indiana Jones falls down the stairs. The timing, the comedic timing in this one and in Raiders. Raiders has some really good funny moments, and it's like, it's like I think even that's the problem. I wonder if if you watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, it's dirty. It feels dirty. There's not a whole lot of. Well, this. But I wonder if you watch it outside of it, like if you don't watch it in juxtaposition with the other two. Like the best, you, I watched Temple of Doom first because I thought it'd be harshest on it. That did proved to be correct and the funniest moment in there is whenever he's uh using his own boots as brakes and he's like i need some water oh. and then all that water comes pouring towards yes. him. that was a quintessential indiana jones moment i really didn't feel yeah. like most of the rest of it was but that was classic well and that matches up like we were saying in in last crusade but in in raiders um on the boat where uh is he he's checking out all of his bruises in the mirror and then and <laughs> then uh she flips the mirror and smacks him with the mirror the by accident and, and it cuts it cuts to the whole ship and you just hear him screaming and then yes. oh did you say something it's just <laughs> yeah. it's so the timing that you i think that really like we can go into all the other problematic stuff but i think that's what's missing from crystal skull um, not as much as temple of doom but crystal skull and, and temple of doom it, it's the, the action adventure amazing yeah. romp no, I mean, Crystal Skull has a lot of it. Just feels it forced. It yeah. just yeah. feels. It doesn't land. It, doesn't it feels flow. like they. We were trying to do that, and and I just watched it. My, I think my absolute favorite hysterical moment, especially from um, growing up, that I always found hilarious in The Last Crusade, is the library scene when X oh. marks the spot, yes. and we cut to the librarian. Um, <laughs> yes, using stamp a stamp, <laughs> and, it, and it, it times perfectly every time he slams the uh, the iron rod into the ground to break it. Um, what he, a great, he great looks moment! Looks curiously at it and sets it on his yes. on his book to see what's happening. It's, yes, it's, yeah, I, it's it's perfect. It, and if that's all in editing, like that, that's something that right? they could have done later. Like it's just clever. It's just super. This movie. I think Last Crusade for me is the cleverest. Is that a word? I think that's a word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it perfects of, the formula to the, its highest point. It really, it really does. I it think even the copies writing a few is shots in there because there's there's like a shot in Raiders where uh, they go into a truck and then it pulls away and they right. use the same exact shot in Last Crusade, yes. but it's better in Last Crusade somehow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and even in um, Last Crusade, the way it begins with um, River Phoenix. Yes. Um, as young Indiana yes. Jones, and then it dovetails pretty qu- nicely into that ship where mm-hmm. he's looking for the cross, um, yeah. and then it just—I mean, it literally goes from that moment on. I mean, we are—we—it is—it is a, a perfect slope. Like you're just yeah. following, yeah. falling, falling. We all get the an way origin story it. and a father and son story, and all yeah. of our favorite kind of stories are packed into one, and it actually works. And it all connects. It yes. all it all actually leads us to a 
wonderful conclusion that makes sense. Um, and yeah. and is is we're, we are interested in all these characters. I think you know the Marcus Brody stuff. Mm-hmm. You'll never find him. He'll blend <laughs> in, and then it disappears. To never Marcus, be able to see him like again. hello, does only speak English? You or know even I mean? ancient like, Greek in Turkey. Lost yeah. in his own museum. Yes. Oh. The, and and that's what it does, and you never feel like ah oh, they're doing that comedy again. It just feels so smooth and good. It works. It doesn't so, break your believability. So well. It is natural in the universe. No. Whereas like in Crystal Skull, the whole fridge oh, yeah. jumping nuclear thing that just like went it, it broke you went out of the story. It yeah. was just absurd. Whereas everything they cut into the first and the third is just funny and brilliant, and you love Agreed. it and you quote it. No Agreed. doubt, a- yeah. absolutely, absolutely, and iconic too. I mean, there's all, I'm I'm like I do when we have these conversations, I go to IMDb and I just slide through all of the images. Yeah. Every single image here is iconic. I know. I literally know <laughs> the, the rat sequence oh, that no. happens I when they find rats or death. Yeah. There were rats. <laughs> yeah. The, the rat sequence um, that, you know, and, and he has to etch um, the, the, the shield of oh, the... Mm-hmm, with the um, it's a perfect treasure map. I think that's even what it does better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. And, Ra- and Raiders is great. And we'll, we'll get am. into that maybe a bit more in a second. But it's just, you have, we have to find this. We have to find this. Then we'll find this. And then X will, and X will mark the spot, even though X <laughs> never, ever marks the spot. Ever. Except when it, it does. does. It's so good. It's, and, and... We it gives us even that clear structure, and I think even that's what's missing from from Temple of Doom is Temple of Doom feels like it just meanders a bit. It just I just don't know where it's going half the time. Oh, it's going here, and then well, we fall out of a plane. Now we're near this palace, and it's so oh, this is the right palace. It's it just it feels very yeah. very strange. But I want to draw out a couple other pieces here too. Yeah. So I um it has classic elements uh, of adventure. You have um you know secret codes. You have traps. Mm-hmm. You have passageways. You have you know gift with languages. Um you have the the pureness of Indy's heart is what protects him for his decision totally. making when other people uh, make bad choices. Like all these things are like kids adventure stories but they managed to make a kid story for all ages in this yeah, like right. this is they made this wish fulfillment this quest set of stories for grown-ups and i was starting to make through a list i'm like yeah i was obsessed with codes when i was a kid and i was uh, you know every, any kind of trapdoor or secret story and yeah. to be able to do this without making it ridiculous i mean they do make it in the bad movies ridiculous but in the good ones it's not ridiculous and that says a lot about the power of storytelling and that we all want to suspend disbelief when it's done mm-hmm. in a really good way way down totally. to be careful what you wish for always comes true in these and often to hilarious or uh, righteous effect if it's the bad guys uh, getting it uh, how often can you watch a movie and go be careful what you wish for you know it's going to come true and you're like i know it's going to happen now that's boring no you're looking at it going oh what's going to happen now this is going right. to be good oh, yeah it, i completely yeah. agree there, there, and there are so many my wife and I b- both love this movie and there are so many moments in just life when we'll our, we'll our kids will not have any clue what we're doing but we suddenly go into a movie uh, mode quote yeah like when we, we walk into um, you know uh, a theater and have to give our tickets to somebody uh, and, and I, there's tickets please. tickets please no ticket you know what I mean like <laughs> like I, that, yes. that is it's a it's we know exactly what's happening there. We know exactly what's going on. It's so quotable. Um, and like you said, Kate, like this movie is trying to say something at the very end. Um, you know, Sean Connery's character 
says to Indiana, like, let go, Indiana. Like, stop holding yeah. on to things that don't matter. And the fact that it he doesn't... calls him Indiana in that moment, finally, after yes. calling him Junior all the time. Yep, 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 yep. The entire time he's been talking down to him, and now he looks directly and is trying to teach his son and, and, you know, help his son. Let it go. Uh, let it go. Yeah, it's so, it's a wonderful <sighs> moment. It's a wonderful moment. It's, his it's dad a, it's saw a great him father in that son. moment, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, totally. And it's exciting. I mean, there's nothing. And again, like I just, like I said, I'm flying through here. But this, the the motorcycle sequence. Mm. Uh, I mean, how how many sequences are in this movie? And it's crazy ridiculous number of crazy chase sequences that are in this movie. You know, we got the train at the in, beginning. In We've got the tank. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's it, with and and that love that his father looks at him so disapprovingly as he is like killing Nazis. Like we're better than this, Indiana. <laughs> it's just it's so. It's so good. And, and then it ends. Uh, what were you going to say, Chris? No, I was just going to say, and then we're talking about the spaces, the, the, the chases, the boat, you know. Oh, and the said, boat chase. Don't yeah. go through them. Yeah. I said, don't, don't go through them. Are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's such a great, I'm sorry. I, I, there's so many like sequences that I, and when I think about this movie, it is, it, it is the perfect adventure movie. There yeah. is not much better than this. You or that moment when better. he comes face to face with Adolf Hitler who signs his book oh. while they're burning books. Right, the on, journal. right on the map, too, of, yeah. of this. Like it's That's the perfect even symbolism of what the, the movie is like getting at, too. Like Adolf Hitler, who we've learned in Raiders of the Lost Ark is an, you know, an occult fanatic, and which he was, and all this other stuff. And then he on their treasure map to find the Holy Grail. He signs his name right over the top. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so good. And it, it leads us to this quote. I, I was just looking for this quote um, uh, where Dr. Uh, I was going to say Dr. Jones, uh, Dr. Henry Jones says, uh, this: the, the quest for the Grail is not archaeology. It's a race against evil. If it is captured by the Nazis, the armies of darkness will march all over the face of the earth. And I love that we don't, if this is not just a treasure hunt movie too. We do get the fate of the world is in our hands and we're going to save the, the the world kind of a thing. It's they have those moments punctuated throughout this, which they, which bring it to this, this awesome, uh, you know, I wouldn't say d- deeper meaning, but, but it comes to this, at least we have the world in peril. This is not just a treasure hunt. Yeah. And um, it's a larger scale because we know this is happening right before world war two actually breaks out. So we right. know what's coming, which adds like a whole other layer of importance to what they're doing. It's so yeah. good. Totally. Well, let's let's get into Raiders of the Lost Ark. Unless there's anything else you guys have to say about uh, about Last <coughs> Crusade, um, just and we've we've touched on a lot of the same stuff, adventure, all these other things. But what are the high points, the high moments of of Raiders? And and Kate, you said it's it's not your favorite. It's not. I mean, not, it's not either of our, any of our favorites. But you you had kind of seemed like you were a little bit more down on it. So I'm I'm kind of curious. We're, it's slid a little bit, which. Uh, it's not that it's a bad movie because I still really enjoy it, sure. but there are some scenes that were less thrilling than they used to be, like the the ghosts coming out of the ark and stuff like that. Sure, that was a lot more thrilling when I was younger, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm looking at the effects, um, and realizing that Marion was a child when she had her first relationship. I noticed with that for Indy. the first time too. I was like, oh, oh. that's. Yeah, and he's like, you know what you were doing. I'm like, oh boy, he yeah. just got me too. Moving on. Um, nope, I heard the same thing, yeah. Yeah, so I was not so comfortable with that. Um, I did certainly appreciate Marion a little bit more um, whenever they, um, before the Ark is going to be loaded onto a plane and they have the whole sequence there. Marion's running across desert hot sand in her bare feet in a dress. 
Can yep. we just like give a moment of you go girl? Of, of hardcore, <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and then and then on the tarmac, in her bare feet, uh, which is going to be blazing even yeah. a little bit more blazing hot, and still takes out a a, a guy with what are those uh, uh, wheel chocks or wheel blocks, yeah. She's hardcore. We like it. We like Mary. Yeah, she's planning her own escape even while they make her put on a stupid dress. Like, she, she didn't sit around and wait except for the moment Wendy puts the gag back in. It's like, you know he's going to pay for that. Oh, which, yes, I love it. And I, I think that's why she hits him in the face with a mirror. That and many other things that he has done <laughs> to her in, in his past. Yeah, year. it was earned. Uh, I, if I can read the first the first line of... of uh, Roger Ebert's review because I I think it completely sum up sums up my thoughts on it. Raiders of the Lost Ark is an out of body experience, a movie of glorious imagination and breakneck speed that grabs you in the first shot, hurls you through a series of incredible adventures, and deposits you back in reality two hours later, breathless, dizzy, wrung out, and with a silly grin on your face. Mm, like works. and that's and I th- I actually think that that applies to me more to Last mm. Crusade than to Raiders, um, mm-hmm. because I agree I. Raiders was for a long time. I would have said that was my favorite. And and the last couple of times that I've watched the trilogy, I got I I love Raiders. I think it's it's iconic. It it sets up so many things. It's it's you know this the the whip cracking daredevil kind of a guy mm-hmm. um, with you know sarcasm and he's he kind of he kind of fumbles his way into some and he takes a beating and still gets up. Like he takes a beating. He, man, he takes a beating, especially in Raiders. Yeah. Uh, well, he falls off a daggone cliff in Last Crusade too. I mean, it's it's. And then it's he rough. has these great moments, like <laughs> whenever the uh, German submarine shows up and they think they've finally gotten away, and yeah. you know they do their whole thing, and everyone suddenly can't find Indy anywheres, and then people are like, "Look!" Oh, and he swum over the, to <laughs> the cheer moment when yes. he's on the submarine. Oh, so good. Yeah, that's your say nip and cheer of like, you know, this is my action hero kind of moment as you're watching right. it because it's just that absurd that he swum over to a sub and got on voluntarily and right. Yeah. Chris, and where are you on Raiders? No, you know what? I I adore Raiders. It is not too far behind. Um, yeah, uh, Last Crusade for me. It, it here's the reason why this this specifically, whereas Last Crusade is perfected. Mm. This is kind of the rough and raw style yeah. of this world that is so amazingly great. Um, like I said before, you know, the moments, you know, they're digging in the wrong place or <laughs> bad dates or. Oh, I love um, bad dates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, of course, the big boulder ball moment. Um, and of course, the most iconic of all, the one that's probably been done more than any other um, sequence is very well known everywhere is, you know, the big bad guys about to oh, take yeah. out the good guy, the smaller good guy. And he's got the big old sword and, Oh no, what isn't he going to do? And then he just pulls out a gun and shoots <laughs> him. So is good. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And we all know the story behind it. On the spot. Yeah. Yeah. We all know the story behind it, that Harrison Ford was absolutely sick as a dog that day. There was supposed to be more of a sequence happening there, but he couldn't do it. He felt terrible. And so he just said, what if I have to shoot him? And, <laughs> Which is Brilliant! Why wouldn't we stop? Yeah, and it becomes so one good. of the most iconic moments of all. Um, uh, we've got the idol, you know, sequence with the sand. You know, him yeah. measuring the sand out and um, all that stuff. It this movie, you know, his hatred of snakes. I, I think we just get some some really great moments, even th- from the the drinking game that Mir- yeah. uh, Miriam plays. Um, it's just there's so many things. 
if we're talking about movies that have been moments have been duplicated from i think this has just as many as any yeah. um yeah. moments duplicated per minute in yeah at raiders of the lost ark is probably one of the highest um of any other film ever done i mean i know there are other iconic films but this one has i don't know how many times they've been duplicated in cartoons in other films uh all that kind of stuff so I mean, genuinely, if we're talking about the first go at a trilogy or at a at a story, a story type, mm-hmm. and then we talk about being perfected in the Last Crusade, they did a fantastic job yeah, uh, with Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think it's still infinitely watchable. Um, it's not it's not as good. It's still rough around the edges, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But I think it is a thrilling movie. It looks fantastic. Even today, it still holds up. It's still worth watching. Yes. And you can't say that as many of, of many films were written, that were you know made in '81. You know what I mean? Like this right. is this is just as thrilling then and now as it was then. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, let's let's talk also. Uh, it's kind of as we're wrapping up our, our hour here. Where um, where have we seen this be influential? Like what else has has uh, has taken on you said you know things that have, have imitated it have have been influenced by it what properties what uh, what pieces of pop culture have have taken their cues from the indiana jones fran- uh, franchise i don't think we'd have the mummy movies without this totally i hadn't thought about the mummy movies those are and we're not talking about the tom cruise version which <laughs> may have still taken don't. its cues but we're gonna just put that off to the side we're talking early you're brendan talking fraser. brendan fraser classic series uh, yeah, the that's this is a total knockoff of, of Indiana Jones. Solid, solid. What else? I, I the, um, the first one that comes to mind is Uncharted, the video game series, which is phenomenal. Chris, have you played? You've played Uncharted, right? Yeah, several of them. I don't have a PlayStation, so I don't get to play. I haven't played the newer ones, but I have played all the ones on I think PS3. Uh, okay. So yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, for that matter, you know, to, uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That definitely would be uh, um, influenced by by Indiana Jones. But you know, anything serial, you know, that you, we we see now, even silly things. There's so many comedies that just try and poke fun at and make fun of the indiana jones um you know series there's there's i i feel like they're countless um almost and for some reason i'm just blanking on them right now but they 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 pop up everywhere they they're they're all over the place it's it's really it's really incredible i wouldn't be doing my friend james justice if i didn't mention the librarians too thank you i was was gonna see who brought them up first yeah the librarians uh and and have you seen the series kate have you seen any of them at all I what you mean the movies or the t- or the TV series? Either one. Have you seen any of any of them? I have never finished any of them. <laughs> okay, I've I know I've watched I know I watched the first movie. Um, I heard that the show is okay. Um, it's probably canceled. Jonathan Frakes directed I think quite a few of them. I think he directed the first Librarians movie, which we won't hold that too much against him because he's made better <laughs> movies. But you know, um, people watched it for Noah Wiley, right? That's yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it was the height um, of his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the Goonies? Goonies came uh, took place a little bit afterward. Goonies, um, or not took place, but was made. What year was Goonies made in? I'm not forgetting. Is it like 84 or 82, something like that? Um, but Goonies for sure took their take their cue. 85 um, took their cue from from Indiana Jones, except more solidly with um, in the kids camp. Um, yeah. All right. Well, what else? Anything else that you guys have to say about the the franchise overall? I mean, we could we could probably do an episode on each one of the 
well, at least of the two really good movies. But you left <laughs> out something really significant that Uh-oh. I'm kind of ashamed of both of you for not thinking of. It's even on the outline. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. Guys, yeah. This is this is definitely something I mentioned in Slack, yeah. and 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 yeah, I, I should have. You're right. I, I am ashamed for not saying this. Crystal Skull, even garbage with the John <laughs> Williams score underneath it is incredible. John, it's a good score. That yeah. is Chris quoting Chris. Just so you guys. John, know. it is. John Williams is a master. Yeah, he is. A, a master, and and his the way that he can elevate dumb action. Mm-hmm. Uh, is and if it's good you can action, anything. Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm saying like if if it's dumb, it looks pretty good. If it's really great action, and yeah. then you add the John Williams score on top, and it's like you get Jurassic Park, oh. you get Indiana Jones, you get the the march, you know the the, the Raiders march, you get uh, you know it's just it's unbelievably beautiful and wonderful and i cannot say enough about it would have been a very different movie if the theme music had been another one bites the dust by queen (laughs) which uh could have come up i think as a as a music cue i think throughout the whole thing when uh, Uh, every time indiana jones falls off something you've you've yeah that's why why did you even that's you've you, you've made things worse now okay. <laughs> because i haven't messed with you enough in this episode yeah, and that was yeah exactly i appreciate yeah exactly yeah i appreciate yeah, that I we appreciate all we all ganged up on tyler for his his other his other uh, this was the last love. one of my mess with you guys list so you're safe from here on out <laughs> well thank you but for being that, that, that you're, iconic you're right. theme right like yeah. that iconic theme is and something that truly and, and i love we've we've mentioned this before and you you guys know i love movie soundtracks i love um film scores uh we're moving away from themes in in film scores right well like, it's been interesting to me like i felt that way especially with the marvel films right with a few um, exceptions, like the Avengers one have a good strong theme. Yeah, um, it's very interesting yeah. how Avengers is a theme. But I, I just watched Captain Marvel with my girls tonight. Actually, it's the first time watching Captain Marvel with them, and um, there is no theme. Like I don't, I don't yeah, hum no. anything except the last beat of that film when they show you know, him changing it to the Avengers Initiative. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm just saying they they talk, talk they they mention the Avengers in passing, okay. like in a passing thing, and you hear that theme, yeah, the theme just of the Avengers, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. They and do so, the same in in Spider-Man: Far From Home too, yeah. It's even just an amazing. Yeah, sorry, even in Disney films, they're doing this where you might have one or two powerhouse songs now, rather than an entire soundtrack full of songs that you know get stuck in your head. Right. Or your kids belt at you, but like that's been a shift away from lots of great music to like token pieces or none at all right well, but see here though what's interesting is is that um it's not just the raiders march mm-hmm. um, right in, in the Indiana whole Jones. thing you you also have themes for individual characters yes which is where has you her own get... theme yep mm-hmm. exactly which the is the motorcycle so run and last crusade has its own oh yeah yes dun, 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 no, and so like what's interesting here is that you get all these moments that that now we just almost get like ambient noise in the background yeah. of, of which movies. Which there's a place for that in terms of like the emotion that it's trying to convey or whatever. But I miss a theme. You know, I just watched, especially talking to Steven Spielberg, it's July 4th. I always watch Jaws um, on or Duh. right around July 4th if I can. Two notes. Great. And we're getting two John notes. Williams there. Which is, yeah, just, oh, it's just two notes. Yeah. And you know it's um, Jaws immediately. Yes. Immediately. That's brilliant. It's so yeah. good. 
and and I misplay. It, it's not that. It's yes. Yeah, I'm oh. I'm listening to that again tonight. Listen here. <laughs> I miss that. I totally miss right? that because I listen to soundtracks that way. And now yep. it's yeah. very rarely are the tracks, do they have any kind of like differentiating features? It's all, yeah. like I said, one just of my like favorite ambience. cassette tapes that I had as a kid, which I now own on CD. I realize that's also, anyway, it's the Spielberg and Williams collaborations and it's yeah. all their best music from their film collaborations. So it yep. had like always yep. and ET and close encounters. Like it's really great uh, collection. Highly recommend. Totally. Totally agree. Yeah, and and one of the things that I'm most excited about now we're getting on John Williams though. Um, this this summer I am kind of introducing my movies back into the kids. We watched E.T. together oh, two nice. weeks ago. Um, That's a big moment. And, <laughs> and tomorrow we're I'm we're I am showing my oldest daughter for the very first time Jurassic Park. Oh, um, and so oh. it is my favorite movie of all time. I'm a little nervous about showing this to her because. <laughs> Are you going to do you know, the thing where you're just going to sit and watch her watch the movie? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Like, Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all yeah. time. It is what it's up there I mean, for me. it defines me. Um, and I, she's all about science and all that stuff. So, so I know she's she going to love. call you an old dinosaur and you, you'll be happy yeah. to hear that. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, honey. Um, <laughs> but, no, it just – I'm I'm pumped about this. But John Williams, again, that score was my very first – album purchase when i was young i saw the movie and then i almost immediately went out and bought the uh, the soundtrack to, to jurassic park so john williams for me is just a master and his work here in the indiana jones films is second to none it is it is yeah. it is some really great work and it's it part really of is. what makes it timeless i think too because some movies when they use popular music at the time that they came out sometimes that can work as a classic but sometimes it just really dates a film and with this it just it lasts it, it makes right. it it stays iconic you're right you're right you're absolutely right no doubt no doubt um one one small thing i meant to mention in in, in influences that uh that the Indiana Jones movies have made. You remember the scene uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark where they've got the Ark in the in the belly of the ship, and the rats are, are you know right, going right up against it, and and the swastika on the box kind of uh, I don't know what it burns away, mm-hmm. and then the rats I don't know if the rats die or not, but they at least the rats are all I don't like, remember the rats at all. But there okay. are rats like they, they're they're walk, all walking around and they all look up and they're kind of they're kind of on their Red to East Grand like Adventure. Wrong movie. What? Never mind. Wrong movie. Oh. Well, so I bring that up because, and I will not do any spoilers on this, um, but Stranger Things Season 3, um, rats feature prominently, um, as mm. they do in the Indiana Jones um, series. And um, there were a couple of scenes very specifically that I think that they were trying to, or, or sorry, one scene very specifically they were trying to um, to reflect or to, to call back to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and then and then take it a step further because of Stranger Things and, and weird stuff has to happen. Now I just want to um, watch The Secret of Nim. Thanks. Oh, uh, uh, but don't do that after Stranger Things because you'll be expecting different things to happen to those rats. But okay. um, it's have either of the two of you watched uh, season three yet of Stranger Things? Nope. I'm I'm on the third episode, oh. so we're, I'm taking my, oh. my taking my sweet time, taking my sweet time. And talk about a show that has a theme and its soundtrack too. Like there <laughs> are there are some good themes that come back. It's it's. There's have you seen Have you seen the meme? Uh, the closed captions are on for the um, season no. three, and it it's basically like um, 
driving synth music plays. Oh, sad nice. synth music plays. <laughs> I Exciting love it. synth music plays. <laughs> like it's different. Like <laughs> I genuinely hope that that was just the the Duffer Brothers going like, hey, this will be funny." <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Oh. It, and it, it is. It is funny. But the first the the soundtrack in the first two episodes is pretty epic as so far good. as like. Um, I mean, like legitimately, like well-known pop mm-hmm. music, which oh, is totally crazy. How much money they must be spending on that Golly. stuff? It's so good. Uh, in fact, my sister-in-law Rachel, uh, if you guys listen to the Screenish podcast, my brother is on there. His wife Rachel just texted me and said the mall that's featured in uh, in Stranger Things is the mall she grew up going to. <laughs> oh wow. wow! Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. She's like, she said, "I spent many, many days in that food court." She literally just texted me. Texted me. That's what reminded me. Oh, I meant to say that about, uh, yeah. about Stranger Things. So it's funny that that. Anyway, we're not talking about Stranger Things. We can talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, although we I should, agree. just Stranger Things is the best. So sure, um, sure, sure. Well, any last thoughts on Indiana Jones overall? Hmm. I think it, it, it is. Go ahead. Sorry, Kate. Please. I think we've quoted everything I wanted quoted on the show, <laughs> so I'm good. Any, uh, which one, do, what do you guys think won the poll of, uh, of which one is better between Raiders of the Lost Ark or Last Crusade? I Last think Crusade. that Last Crusade Extre- extremely should scientific win, but I think poll. that people will pick Raiders because it's the acknowledged social, you know, world pick. So that's my expectation. Everybody I ask about this, like you guys, when you both said that you love Last Crusade the most, I'm like, finally, I found my people because I'm <laughs> always surrounded by Raiders people. Really? Seriously. Yeah. I mean, Seriously. Raiders are great, but Last Crusade is much better agreed so out of 55 votes uh which again this has only been up for a few hours i I posted it later than i planned to i posted i planned to post it yesterday i forgot uh raiders of the lost ark has 49 percent of the vote temple of doom at 11 it actually just went up as we were as we were recording this last crusade 38 and crystal skull our one troll uh two percent see (laughs) people are wrong Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. So I'm just glad that <laughs> I didn't have to break up with you guys on the podcast. Because that <laughs> no. could have been, you know, pretty no. serious. Could have been awkward. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. You you chose you chose just wisely. Yes. Awesome. Well, I think that brings us uh, to a close. Alrighty. So um, share your reactions with us on social media. You can find us at Geek Card Check on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's all for this week. So long and thanks for all the fish.